Good morning, it's Thursday the 9th of December, it's World Techno Day. Happy birthday, Judy Dent, John Malkovich, Felicity Hoffman and Donny Osmond. There were 4,152 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday, with 543 people being treated in hospital and 118 in intensive care. There was also an additional 81 deaths in the past seven days. And as the booster programme for the over-50s opened up on Thursday, the HSC National Director Damien McCallion was focused on getting as many people the jab as possible. But he did concede that with GPs, walk-in centres and vaccination centres all in action, there had been some crossed wires. Because of the three channels working at the same time, GPs and pharmacies and vaccine centres, there are some issues that we're working through in relation to appointments and multiple appointments and so on. That's slightly separate then to the issue where we're trying to increase the uptake in general. Say, for example, on our walk-in clinics, we'd like to see bigger numbers attending for those. And we're trying to promote those more actively over the coming weeks to encourage people to come forward. The National Immunisation and Advisory Committee has approved the vaccine for 5 to 11-year-olds. There has been a sharp rise in infections in this age group and the dose given will be smaller than the adult dose. But it's critical to get protection for young children, as Chair of NIAC, Professor Katrina Butler, explains. Over the last year, we've seen the case numbers in children go up, such that right now, the case numbers there are more than three times those in, the, for example, the 12 to 15-year-old age group who are benefiting from vaccination. And although the complications of COVID, the risks to individual child are rare, as those numbers go up, we will see more children suffering those rare complications. And Thonashilia Varadkar had assurances for parents that they'll get access to all the information they need to make an informed decision. When it comes to parents, uh, what I'd say is we're going to provide you with information. Uh, of course, it's absolutely your choice as to whether you choose to uh, have your child vaccinated or not. And we're going to make sure that you have all the information that you need. My remarks seemed to make light of the rules. That was never my intention. I will regret those remarks for the rest of my days and now for my profound apologies to all of you at home for them. And this afternoon I am offering my resignation to the Prime Minister. That was former UK Government Press Secretary and now former advisor Allegra Stratton offering a tearful apology as she resigned her post on live TV on Wednesday afternoon. She quit because a video leaked to ITV News in which she joked about the number 10 Downing Street Christmas party. PM Boris Johnson is furious about the video but had no idea about a party. I can understand how infuriating it must be to think that the people who have been setting the rules have not been following the rules, Mr Speaker, because I was also furious to see that clip. He also announced that the Cabinet Secretary, Simon Case, would now investigate whether or not there was a party. But Downing Street wouldn't comment on whether Simon was actually at the possible party, but the Met Police will not investigate due to an absence of evidence. So just to recap... Boris denies there was a party. The person who made jokes about the party has had to resign. The investigator might have been at the party. And Boris is mainly annoyed about the video rather than a party that happened where he lives that he wasn't invited to. I apologise for for the impression that uh, has been given uh, that staff in Downing Street take this less than seriously. Uh, I'm I'm sickened myself and furious about that. I've been repeatedly assured that the rules are not... 
Following Tuesday's Zoom call with Vladimir Putin and a round of consultation with his international colleagues, US President Joe Biden had more details on what went on during the call. He's ruled out US troops being sent to the Ukraine, but there will be plenty of support through NATO and a clear path of consequences if Russian troops step across the border. I was very straightforward. There were no minced words. It was polite, but I made it very clear. If, in fact, he invades Ukraine, there will be severe consequences. Economic consequences like none he's ever seen or ever have been seen. Still to come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition, Tom Holland pranks his little brother and tributes to reggae legend Robbie Shakespeare. Right after this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Smart 7 Island Edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Wednesday night saw the final games of the group stages of the Champions League and Barcelona knocked out of the competition by Bayern Munich. Chelsea were on the road to face Zenit St. Petersburg in search of a win to top the group. In the end, it finished 3-all, which puts Chelsea, the current holders, into second place in their group behind Juventus. It was a first Champions League outing for new Manchester United inter-manager Ralph Ragnick as he side-faced Swiss side young boys at Old Trafford. The game ended in a one all draw, which still sees United top of the group, but Ralph wasn't thrilled at how things turned out. We could have scored three or four goals and we could have also conceded two or three goals. So if in the end the final score would have been 3-3 or 4-3 to us, nobody would could, could have complained against that. It's not an easy life being the world-famous web-slinger, but Tom Holland is mostly enjoying life as Spider-Man. No Way Home hit cinemas next weekend. He popped up on the Graham Norton show to chat all things arachnid. Thomas spent a long day on set battling Dr. Ock and was complaining on the way home about how physical the action can be when his little brother Harry basically told him to man up. Not long after that, Tom managed to get Harry a minor role as a burglar in the movie and he pushed him to the absolute limit. So we're doing this scene, Harry's upside down, swinging back and forward, and bless him, he's doing a really good job, and as the day is going on, he's got these lines, and he's starting to forget his lines, and his eyes are out, they're going to pop out of his head. (laughs) So we're driving home that day, and he's like, mate, you can complain as much as you want. (laughs) That was brutal. And I was like, well, mate, you know, but the icing on the cake, and I don't think he actually knows this, we saw the film the other day, and they've cut the scene. (laughs) The death has been announced of Robbie Shakespeare, reggae legend and one half of the duo Sly and Robbie. He was just 68 years of age but had undergone recent surgery and was in Florida in hospital. He was regarded as one of the greatest reggae bass players and tributes flooded in, including from the Jamaican Prime Minister Questlove and British artist Ghost Poet. He and Sly Dunbar worked with a huge range of artists, including Grace Jones, Madonna, the Rolling Stones and Britney Spears. He'd been nominated for 13 Grammys and won two. He spoke to Channel 4 News in 2015 about how he approached music and creativity. Rest in peace, Robbie. I cannot read and write music. I don't think that I can read and write music. But we can feel everything of it. 
Yeah. Where do you yeah. feel it? You feel it every part of you, trust me. When I play, I close my eyes and I see music sometime in colors. It's like an artist drawing a picture. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced, and published by Daft Doris. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.